Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers, but the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. Noted liberal MSNBC star Joy Ann Reed was recently in trouble after comments from old blog posts of hers were unearthed in which she expressed distasteful views towards various aspects of the LGBTQ community. It was a very mixed, weird response from her allies. Her network and friends lauding her as a champion for progressive rights in spite of the posts, and MSNBC eventually propping up her initial excuse that her blog had been hacked, and those comments were added retroactively. Of course, this turned out to be untrue, and Joanne Reed apologized. While the controversy did explode for a bit, it was a relatively small hullabaloo considering the usual fallout from these kinds of events, and of course, the conservative side was quick to point out the hypocrisy. While yes, I do think it's hypocritical that the left is quick to forgive one of its own for past views they deem harmful, I don't think whataboutism is the correct response. In fact, rather than condemning the left for forgiving her, I wish we would promulgate that and espouse that kind of idea for everyone. You see, more and more as we grow as humans, our views are prone to change. For normal people, that's mostly out of evolving views, life, experience, and study. For public figures, however, it can be a slimy move to try to win favor. So that being said, judging people by their actions is generally the most appropriate way to see their true views when these kinds of contradictions occur. And in general, I'd lean toward giving benefit of the doubt when there's a long, reasonable track record of changed views. A good distinction on this would be contrasting President Donald Trump with Representative Walter Jones. Representative Jones is a Republican congressman from North Carolina, who has been in Congress since about 1994. He initially voted for the Iraq War and was a vocal proponent, but eventually became so convicted by the aftermath that he has been one of the loudest critics of interventionism ever since. His change, he cites, from attending a funeral of a soldier that was a constituent of his, and realizing the cost of what was essentially no real gain, he began to cast a more critical eye to interventions, and started seeing the other disastrous effects. This, I would say, is a genuinely evolved view. He admits he was wrong. Donald Trump, however, I don't believe has changed heart in many ways that he purports. For instance, as he claimed he was very pro-choice back in 1999 and 2000, and up through the decade was donating to liberal candidates who supported abortion until around 2011, then he started considering running for president as a Republican. Up until that point, while there was no political disadvantage, he kept his views. However, as soon as it politically benefited him, he chose to tout the lines of traditional conservatism. Why I don't give him benefit of the doubt, however, is because every action he's actively taken with real ramifications has been to keep funding for Planned Parenthood, and has done nothing but give pro-life speeches, not actually urging Congress to take any pro-life actions. It's all been lip service, no real action. Now this is an important distinction to make, which I'll touch back on at the end, but before I do, I want to stress that carefully evaluating people's views and changes from old ones is important, because as we progress, more and more of our views will be documented in some form or another. Remember, your best ideas and your worst ideas all come from the same place, and it would be the peak of arrogance to think that you have everything figured out right now and your views won't change at all. In fact, I'd be worried for someone whose views have never shifted ever. 
With the internet as a whole, more and more early views from people will start to be uncovered, and people will have to own up to their old, perhaps abandoned, beliefs. To me, this leads to two possible outcomes. The first would be to make politicians and public figures more honest. This, of course, is the preferable outcome. I would hope that as people start seeing more and more transparency and more and more scandalous views revealed from decades past, they realize that everyone has had stupid ideas they've believed in and shouldn't be an automatic disqualifier for whatever position they hold now. It should also mean people will be more transparent and honest about what they have thought and what they currently think. Alternatively, the poor outcome could be an era of even more dishonest politicians, blatantly lying and ignoring those attacks, such as Joy Ann Reed tried to. While she was unsuccessful, every day President Trump spouts off a lie which his followers eat up even in the face of facts. It's very possible that rather than making people more honest, these kinds of records will just be used as evidence that the other side is trying to attack a candidate, and either they're fake news or they're hypocrites, or it doesn't matter anymore, and people will just go on being divided into their tribalistic camps. This is why it's so important that everyone carefully evaluate people based on their actions, not just their words. Take their historical views into account for sure. It's often very revealing but also look at their current actions, not just their surface-level words. Look at their advocacy, what they're doing to promote X or Y cause, in order to see where their heart currently lies. Thanks for spending your time on A Quick Thought.